I know you're looking for plants. It's Chris with Fancy Plants Podcast. Welcome to episode 23, one month away from Christmas Eve, and we are so excited. Thank you for joining us today. Um, We have Amanda. Hello. Hello, Amanda. We have a special guest who's with us for just a minute. Um, And it's Santa. Hi, Santa. Oh, oh, oh. hi, girls. (laughs) How are you? Oh, you know, I'm doing okay, getting ready for the big year. Oh, I know, it's so close. Day. So close. I think a lot of people are looking forward to um, you giving them some presents under the tree. It's going to be great. Now, you have you have Sue with you. Yes, she's been up here looking for the perfect gift for a plant lover this year. Ho, ho, ho! Oh, that's awesome. So she's going to share with us some of the uh, ideas that you shared with her. Thank you so much, Santa, for hanging out with Sue. Really appreciate it. Anytime, you girls. I'll see you Christmas morning. Sounds perfect. Sounds good. Thank you. Thanks, Santa. Well, so I hope I hope you've had a lot of fun with Santa, uh, and I hope he's given you some good ideas. He has. It's good. been great. Good. So we're gonna get into that in just a little bit. We're excited to see what you and Santa have been up to. Hopefully, it's all you know above board. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. I went there, but no one else did. So. Oh, no, I was already yeah, there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Uh, is it cold up there in the North Pole, Sue? It is so cold. Yeah. I'm really not made out for this kind of weather. Well, we'll bring you um, back as soon as we can. That's good. That's I, good. That's I don't know. I like... think we should leave her there oh. for a while. I think cold's probably good for her. You can work in the in the workshop with, with the elves. Hey, hey, you guys are mean. <laughs> you guys are mean. You're not here to defend yourself. <laughs> it's true. Uh, yeah. Well, we have one plant friend with us today. Uh and he's a I really he's a special guy for me. Um like most other plants I have, I don't remember where I got him, but it's a philodendron rugosum. And this plant, it's really beautiful. It has these really neat leaves that um are kind of crinkly where they meet the stem and then they just kind of grow out into these beautiful I don't know six or eight inch long leaves they're a really beautiful color pretty hardy little guy he can survive my bathroom so yeah oh yeah it's beautiful but just one today that's okay yeah so just one so does Santa have any plants up there in the north pole he has a few there's a lot of poinsettias here do they have sparkles on them some that's the worst that's terrifying yeah and um, the glitter, amount of glitter up here is, it's definitely the herpes of the craft world. <laughs> yeah. Oh, There's yeah. There's a lot of, lot of glitter. Once you get um, it, you can't get rid of it. <laughs> There's some Christmas cactuses. There's some uh, mistletoe and some hollyberry bushes. So there's lots of plants up here. It's, it's pretty nice. But so it's all true. It's true. But all the Christmas plants are true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mm. Fun fact, I, it used to be my job to paint the poinsettias and add the glitter. Oh, yeah, so you know it is the herpes of the plant oh, world. Yeah, yeah. Or craft world. <laughs> well, that doesn't sound like any fun at all, actually. Well, I used, to, I used to plant them and grow them. And yeah, then people like decorated poinsettias. So yeah, I used to come home all of December covered, covered in glitter. You can't get rid of it. I think we need to give Chris some glitter for Christmas. <laughs> Loose I in a had, card. <laughs> no, I had a glittery fill, uh, not um, poinsettia, poinsettia last year. Somebody gave it to me and it was like, I'm sure there's still glitter on the floor. It's nuts. You moved I mean, since yeah. then. I love glitter. No, no, I was here last year. Oh, were you? Okay. Yeah. 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 In September we moved. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, so that's actually a nice segue into talking about getting ready for Christmas. As I said before, one month away from Christmas Eve, we just talked to Santa. looks like he's on top of things there. But what are you guys? How are you guys doing for getting ready for Christmas? Do you, okay, do you have real trees? I don't. Um, I have a 70-pound pit bull. Uh, so I am physically incapable of having anything nice at his tail height. <laughs> 
He's got a table sweeper, does he? Yeah, yeah. he's got a table sweeper. He will take you out at the knees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have a artificial tree. I have a nice quilted tree that my mom had sewn oh. that I hang on the wall. And it's got buttons on the end of each branch. And I just hang like little tiny ornaments on them and that. So it's... um Oh, that's super cool. Uh, well, that's really cute. The dog can't run into it and I don't have to move any of my plants to put it up. <laughs> that's a really <laughs> good point. I'm definitely, I definitely had to move some plants around to get that tree up this year. Yeah, that's that's a no go in my world. Like I'm like, it's like, no, you know what? Those are staying there. There's no way. Yeah, fair. I just had to move one. We have a Those bay window so in our living room. Yeah, and I have obviously um, a bunch of shelves standing in that bay window. So because I've got all these shelves in the bay window, there, I, that is the logical spot for said Christmas tree. Right. And that's just not happening. No, you have a lot of plants there. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Sue, do you guys have a real tree or do you do artificial? No, we used to do real trees, but sometimes I suck at watering them as much as they need to be. And then the needles drop everywhere and that drives me crazy. So we have a pre-lit tree and it can only go in one spot because it's nine and a half feet tall. And so it can only go where my archway is. So I don't really have to move plants to put it up. But then I do because I have to move furniture to put it up. Fair enough. So it is a lot of work. Um, Last year, I think it took us like four days to decorate the tree because we just do little bits at a time, which I'm okay with. And um, we put extra lights on our pre-lit tree. See, I don't have that kind of commitment. I feel like you're like the people that put the lights on and then readjust them Mm. so that they're all like equidistance and like perfect. Yeah, when the kids were little, they'd go to bed and I'd move ornaments around because they like to just like hang them all in one spot. You rearranged. And... <laughs> yeah. And I go to my sister's and she would never change the tree after the kids decorated, which I think is really sweet. But at the same time, it would make my eye twitch. <laughs> <laughs> we have a pre-lit tree as well. I, I'm scared of real trees, to be perfectly honest with you. Well, there's just so much, right? Yeah. I just feel like all I can think is fire hazard. That's all, that's all yeah. right. right. And it's funny because I'm out of the three of us. I'm the old lady when it comes to fire. Well, that's why you have a quilt tree. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> not much of a chance of that thing lighting up. Knock on wood. Yeah, not exactly. <laughs> Unless your dog gets like a candle on the end of his tail or something. I love the lights, though. Don't you miss oh, the Christmas yeah. lights? Um, so there's that meme going around that's like, me and my me and my Christmas cheer and my husband and it's like Cindy Lou Who and the Grinch. Um, I'm not Cindy Lou Who. Oh, you're the Grinch. <laughs> uh, I I love Christmas lights. Like I, I we always go and drive through the Christmas lights every year. Yeah, that's nice. But the thought of having to dismantle my house, put up a whole bunch of decorations for one month, and then dismantle them again. No. No, no. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, we have a lot of space in here because we don't have as much furniture as I would like. Um, so it's easier for us to put this stuff up and take it down. Because yeah. I didn't like that either. In my old house, it was the living room was a lot smaller and there were a lot of plants. I'm going to call it more scientifically organized. So on a big wire <laughs> shelf with a big grow light. So moving that around really wasn't an option. So we didn't really put our tree up that often. But the, in this house, um, there's a lot more space for that, which I think is nice. I do love like the feel and like the warmth that a, a Christmas tree adds to a place, but I just, oh, the, the, the work involved in it. And I love Christmas. I do. And I love, you know, the big meal and sharing time, but, and, and I love the warmth that a Christmas tree adds. I just do not have the drive and motivation to completely renovate my house, which is already full. Uh, for a month out of the year. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I deck the halls, man. You go all out? I have cushions for my couch. I have things that I stick on my cupboards. I have lights that go everywhere. I have pictures that I change out. I think the important question, though, is do you decorate your plants? No. Well, I, I, I was going to say she didn't look really confident. Them. Yeah, I have fairy lights that are battery operated that I string through my lights on top of the cupboards, like with all the plants. 
I string them through there and um, they're on a, they have a timer. And so they go off and I usually leave them there all year long because I like lights. But when we repainted the kitchen and everything, I haven't put them back up, but I will at Christmas. I still have a few, a few rolls of them. So they'll go back up. I have never decorated a plant, but I might be tempted to this year. We'll see. I've decorated lots. Yeah, but that was your job. Yeah, it still doesn't mean I didn't decorate them. Yeah, but it was your job. It's not the same. Uh, you did that for somebody else, not for you. Yeah, no, I just do stuff I like and then sell them to other people. <laughs> what about your big Hoya that's going up your one living room wall? Hang a few Christmas yeah. ornaments on it. Put some lights. Throw some glitter on that bad boy. Hang a star up on top. Or not. Oh my gosh, you have to do it, Amanda. <laughs> I, I have a perfectly well-shaped Christmas tree hanging on my wall. That's I'm good. I'm good. I, I can tell you what, I will put lights on the quilted Christmas tree. Okay. I mean, I guess. <laughs> do, you wrap, do you wrap presents? Yes, and I wrap to perfection. Like Where the, do they go then if you don't... It's what coffee tables are meant for. <laughs> the Christmas coffee table <laughs> pile gift pile collection that was not that did not come out well <laughs> when I first moved up here uh my my now husband then boyfriend um used to park his motorcycle in the bay window in our living room in the winter because we didn't have a garage at the time and that's just where he parked it so did you put lights on the motorcycle at least? Uh, yeah, we'd, we'd string lights on the motorcycle <laughs> and hang Christmas decorations from it and stuff the gifts under it. So we used to have a, we have, used to have the Christmas motorcycle. <laughs> that is a very tolerant thing for you to do. <laughs> You're a good wife. Uh, yeah, oh, well, uh, I won't win any awards for housekeeping. How's that? <laughs> well, I mean, there are other virtues that we, and I'm not like, I'm not good at housekeeping either other virtues like allowing a motorcycle in the living room oh, okay all right i'll take that right i'll take yeah, that i think that's a good thing yeah good thing what do you what do you sacrifice sue anything you can think of what any weird my vehicles? <laughs> any weird vehicles in the living room um so my husband likes art we both like art but we have completely different tastes in art and um he has like rat think art Mm, yeah, and I let him hang out in the living room. Okay, but that now that actually, we just repainted it, that is good for you. That is very. Now that we painted it, I've been procrastinating on letting him <laughs> hang it. He also collects Elvis stuff, <laughs> and right. um, so we have a compromise because one of the very first things he ever bought off eBay back when, like, we didn't even have internet. My mom had a little store, and she had internet in that store. Like, internet was just coming in. And um, he went. He found eBay, and the first thing he bought was a velvet Elvis. And a so velvet. I allow him, <laughs> yeah, a velvet. <laughs> and so I allow him to hang the velvet Elvis in our laundry room. That's hey, that's all right. You still get to enjoy yeah. velvet Elvis um, every time you do laundry. Oh, and it's in like one of those tacky wood carved frames, like from the sixties and seventies. Yes. Oh, the big heavy ones. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I got. Is see. there like gold lame on the frame? I feel like we like, should. Yeah. I I think we need to add some like uh, gold foil. Can you post a picture of Velvis on the, our social media, please? I can. Yes. I can. That makes me happy. Don't let me forget. Definitely will not because Velvis is now a thing. Okay, Velvet. <laughs> you can see Velvet Elvis, and that's um how I sacrifice things in this house. <laughs> We don't really Do I come across as a meanie now. No, no not, not at all. We don't really have much that we don't agree on. The only, probably the most contentious issue for us is not a Christmas thing, but it is a seasonal thing where I absolutely insist on parking in the garage in the winter. But we have a pact and we stick to it, and he's allowed to have the whole garage in the summer. But I have my spot in the winter. But that's that's about it. Oh, and see, we we have a toilet seat rule as well. If it's daylight out. The toilet seat can be up. Oh, yeah. If it's dark out, the toilet seat needs to be down. That's a good rule. That's a good rule. There like, has only like been that. once or twice that the toilet seat has been left up, and there's probably only been once 
that it was up and I didn't notice. <laughs> oh, you got the falling feeling. Oh boy. That was unpleasant. That's unpleasant. And that water in that toilet bowl is like so extra cold. Right? I, I am so not cold? sure how it can be minus four water and <laughs> still be liquid. You'd say you're kind of ready for Christmas then, would you? Not even close. Oh, okay, so I am like <laughs> a champion December 20th to 24th shopper. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm going to have to revamp that this year because shopping's not so much a thing. Right. So I should probably be like a champion November 24th to 28th online shopper. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that's actually this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah which is, um, it, okay, not going to lie. It's going to be Sunday at like 7.30 in the evening. But that's all right. Well, it's kind of a nice segue into our next uh, topic, which is gifts for plant lovers. And it does so many gifts for plant lovers. Absolutely. And it doesn't necessarily have to be plants. So I should preface this topic by saying if, if you're buying for somebody who is an absolute plant fanatic and you don't know how to buy plants for this person, your effort and dollars are probably better spent on things that are not plants. Would that be accurate? I'd agree. I agree. Yeah. There is so many things out there that people that love plants would enjoy. There's things that can help them with their plants. Um, there's things that just are like plant themed. Um, there's just so many things out there that I think plant lovers of all kinds would, would actually really appreciate. Oh, absolutely. And I think with me, I actually prefer people. There's very few people I think that could buy me a plant. Exactly. So you don't want to buy somebody exactly. a plant if they're not going to love the plant. And honestly, you shouldn't be expected to know if they're going to love the plant or not, unless they left you a very detailed hint. <laughs> like, or, here, babe, buy this. Yeah. Or if they're new to plants mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, I want, you know, this general plant. And then that's a little bit easier. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm going to help a friend of mine go get some plants for his other half because he's like well I know she wants this and this and this and it was broad enough for me where I was like yeah we can I'll go with you we'll go buy these plants but if it was somebody like you two even I probably wouldn't be like uh yeah I totally know what they want because I wouldn't now Sue you've done a lot of research onto some things that plant lovers might enjoy yeah I had Santa's elves kind of show me show me things they're looking at this year for plant lovers so we can start with things that are for plants. Okay. That plant lovers might love. And so like misters, like plant misters, there's so many kinds out there. So you can look up for plant, like to mist, there's like fancy ones that are glass and they kind of have a vintage look to them. There's metal kind of funky ones. They can be copper. Oh, like uh, the old school, uh, yeah. like oil the old can, school, yeah, like oil can misters, yeah. And then you have like more plastic ones where you can like pump them up, and then they get pressurized, and then you can mist the plants all at once. You I'm know, not you gonna get lie, them, like in a liter or two yeah. liters. Oh, yeah. I have one of those. Yeah. I got it from the dollar store. I freaking love it. Yeah, you were saying that. Yeah. So you probably yeah. didn't pay that much for it, whereas I have one of those vintagey ones that you depress from the top and. They work really, really well. I think I got it at like Lee Valley, but it costs like sixty bucks. Like they're the nice ones like that are not cheap. Yeah, mine was two fifty. No, yeah, like two dollars fifty cents. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, I got one from Home Sense a while ago, and every I was like, "What are all these orange spots on my plant?" Because it's metal, but it's painted, but inside rusted. So, oh, no. the water. Like when I spray it left orange, it took me forever. I was like, what is going on? It took me forever to kind of connect the two. So I would say that if it's metal, like you'd want to make sure it's like galvanized properly. Yeah, one so of the you quality don't spray ones. Your plants. That's a really yeah, good Yeah, you want to go quality or if you're going to go the plastic ones where you can kind of pump them up. You know, just like you would for like spraying fertilizers or anything like that, you know, out in the lawn. They're just the same thing, but smaller. And you just pump them up and then you can spray your plants and mist your plants with them that way. And then there's like along those lines, a lot of people want humidifiers for their plants. So there's you can get little tiny ones, you can get huge ones. I think Sue, so I'm just just want to jump back to the misters for a second because 
there's a little bit to talk about when when it comes to decision making for these misters. So Amanda, for you, a big one from the dollar store makes sense because you have a lot of plants. I do, and I I also use it for my vivarium. Um, but I think for you know the the general public that it does not live in a freakish jungle such as myself. <laughs> um, I think just like the 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 metal one that you have from Lee yeah, Valley, yeah. Would be a great gift. And they are such a nice gift because they're beautiful. Yeah. They're high quality. And that is not necessarily something that you would buy yourself. And no. it just, a lot of, it would seem like, a, and it, it should, a lot of care and attention would go into buying a gift like that. And I think it would be really appreciated. Yeah. Like I got yeah. a, uh, a watering can a couple of weeks ago. We just, we talked about that last week. And I literally, found the cheapest one that I thought would work on Amazon. Would I love a beautiful metal vintage watering can? Oh God, would I ever. But I refuse to spend that kind of money on myself for watering. Totally. Good point. Yeah, I personally, like if my Santa's listening, I hope he is, I would love one of the glass ones. Um, It would just be nice to have sitting on on the shelf with the plants. It'd be kind of aesthetically pleasing. Oh, that's so, a good point. Um, so it becomes a decor. It's a decoration that is also practical. Yeah, yes, it's uh, and, and very practical. And I know they're a big thing. Like you look in the plant group scene, people talk about misters and stuff a lot. So to get one of those old school misters, I think would make a great gift. But if you have someone that lives in a jungle and they have more um, of a scientific display, as we like to call it, um, the other kind of mister would work great. You know, and they probably would love it just as much, even though maybe it was a little bit cheaper. I'm sure you can find higher priced ones somewhere if, if that's what matters it. to you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I am sure that would please people too. Like I'd be pleased either way. But I do think a glass vintage one um, would look so great on the shelf with my plants. Oh, yeah, that would be beautiful. I agree. So you kind of got into humidifiers there a little bit, Sue. Um, and there's a lot of different humidifiers you can get it is endless endless like um bed bath and beyond i don't know if every country has bed bath and beyond or if it's just north america but they have ones that look like vases oh a huge vase yeah and um it runs comes out the top of the vase it's kind of cool and then there's just so many kinds so many kinds of humidifiers but they're a popular item that Plant people want that, once again, maybe they won't spend the money on themselves to get. And you can get some cheap and expensive, you know, ones where you're not spending too much from anywhere. Like, you can find humidifiers in pharmacies even. You can go all the way from a little tabletop humidifier all the way to, like, a big, uh, you know, thousand square foot humidifier, humidifier. And all the way then to, like, a humidifier on your furnace. So it just depends on what this person is needing. And it depends on where you live, too, because some places don't need humidifiers. Well, and I I will say that if you are looking for one, look for either a cool mist or an evaporative one. You don't want to use a warm mist humidifier on your plants. Oh, good to know. And I would imagine you don't want to use the ones that you put essential oils in. Uh, Yeah, no, they're fine. They're they're ultrasonic. You could you could absolutely use those. But I mean, would you want to use it with the oil or would you want to use it without the oil? I guess is my question. So I don't use them with oil except for peppermint oil. I put a little bit of pep, like one drop, like just very little. So it's not overpowering in the house Um, because a lot of pests don't like peppermint and it doesn't seem to hurt my plants. Oh, that's good. That's a good trick. Yeah, but like you would want to be very careful how close it is and what plant it is because some plants might be more sensitive than others and how much oil you put in and then what oil you put in because some, it's just not good for the plants, I don't think, to have that in. But I know peppermint is okay. And a lot of um, places that try to be organic and everything, they help control pests using peppermint as well. Oh, that's super cool. So that's like a double whammy (laughs) gift then. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and I mean, if you're going to go diffuser style, Especially if you have a small space or like an aesthetically pleasing area that where you want to get a little extra moisture. I mean, you can get ones that light up there. You can get ones that are like inside salt rocks. So the, the salt rock kind of goes around it and then the steam comes out or the mist comes out from there. Um, there's light ones, Bluetooth radio ones. Like you can get all kinds of 
of those if you want to go one that can be used as a diffuser as well. Very cool. So lots of options there. And that is something that you could certainly find globally online or in a, you know, a nice store around a nice home store, for example. Yeah. Once again, pharmacies often have them. Hmm. Um, you know, there's, you know, so essential oils are quite popular in the world. So um, if you have a store that sells them or something, they probably have diffusers as well to be able to buy and look at. Awesome. That's so great. I think that's really good information. Uh, what's next on your on your plant lover well, gift list? I think those would be like hot items, but I also have been while searching have found some plant totes. Now there's like reusable shopping bags, which I'm sure we're all aware of that have like crazy plant lady that kind of stuff on it that you can get. But there's like gardening totes, and they come in varies of sizes, and some of them um, from some places you can get them personalized even embroidered with someone's name but they have little pockets on the outside they have like enough space inside where you maybe you could put plants um or if you wanted around your house you can have like your fertilizer and your watering can or whatever inside and scissors in one in the pocket and you know rapid rooters in another it has pockets on it um those in the aprons are are kind of really really cute and i think a lot of plant lovers would love them and the aprons have pockets in them too for your like scissors and those kind of tools, little mini shovels and spades. Okay, I have to say, and if you've got somebody who loves outdoor gardening, I have a rubber bucket. And this sounds terrible, but it is, uh, it's a fair size bucket for collecting weeds and that sort of stuff in it. And there's two handles on it, but it's squishy and soft. So you can like get it on your hip and you can squish it together. With, oh, it is the best thing for outdoor gardening yeah like it's it's and it's a rubber it's a freaking rubber bucket yeah so what you could do is put together like this really cool gardener lovers package where you have so i'm just looking sue at a garden tote here it looks amazing lots of pockets lots of places to put all your stuff you could put that in a rubber bucket which i enjoy saying and you (laughs) could and you could add little you know personalized touches to it as well so like the little hand shovels and Things like that. A little diffuser in there, yeah. a mister. Oh, that'd be you awesome. You could make a whole little gardening uh, package out of something like that. And don't forget the knee pad, I yes. would say. I, I like the oh, knee yeah. pad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, even in, inside, like, I move some of my plants to the tables when I, to the table when I tend to them. But a lot of times I'm kneeling down at the bottom of the shelf, just doing it right there. So even inside, a knee pad would be great. So that's interesting because you're talking about inside. So you could absolutely make an inside. You can make it indoor, bag. outdoor. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I think it would be great. It would be a great way to keep your stuff. Cause I mean, as you get more plants, you're going to get more items for those plants, fertilizers and, you know, pesticide sprays, um, you know, scissors to clip things. Maybe you want a couple little rapid rooters in there so you can shoot them in really quick. Um, anything like that, your mister, any of that you can carry and it helps keep it organized. And then in the summer, you can also turn it into your gardening one for when you're gardening outside. And then when you're looking for that thing you can't find, <laughs> it's just, it's going to be in your garden tote bag, which is super cool. Which is like way more attractive than the black milk crate that I use. Yeah. Well, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas now. What? Another black I milk use- crate? <laughs> I already yeah. got it. Yeah. Perfect. I use a Halloween bucket I got at the dollar store. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> Sounds like we all need one of these garden totes. So you can, you guys can ship garden totes to Fancy Plants Podcast at. <laughs> <laughs> the aprons are great too. Um, there's a lot of like gardening, indoor and outdoor suitable um, aprons that have pockets and they have like a little plant saying on them. Um, I really like the ones that say what the succulent, but. That's just me. right. <laughs> you can get some pretty uh, out there stuff, which yeah. is really fun. They'll say crazy plant plant lady or crazy plant daddy. Some um, of them have swears. Them. The swear yeah, ones are some the best. Of them ones. Oh yeah, I've got a bunch of the swear ones. Yeah, um, they'll they'll say I wet my plants. Anything like that. So they're cute, and then they have the pockets where you can just put things so that they're right there when you need them. As on the days that you're tending to your plants and once again can be used indoor and or outdoor 
So I think those are, that's a great gift, especially if you want something that's maybe a little different. Maybe they didn't think of that themselves. There's one of those things that they might not have known they needed until they have it. So if you are looking to purchase something like this for somebody who has plants, maybe keep an eye on what they're always looking for. Like, oh, where's my scissors? Oh, where's my this? Where's my that? If they need help with organization, this is a really thoughtful way to help them do that. Yeah. Um, I think my husband would be afraid to give me an apron. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Uh, Because, well, I I guess a plant apron I'd probably be happy with. But in my world, stuff that you need for the house are not gifts. Fair enough. Oh. But you know what? Maybe you have an office mate who you know loves plants. Oh, absolutely. Right? So that's a yeah. great gift. It would be an apron. Yeah. I'm just yeah. laughing at the dynamic in our house, right? <laughs> it's like getting a toaster for Christmas. Oh, gee, thanks, babe. Yeah, we're kind of the same. Like, we just buy whatever we want. So <laughs> <laughs> so it is a little harder to We're horrible for that in our house. It too. is. But yeah, and that's why I wanted to give like an arrangement of plant gift ideas. Yeah, it's awesome. Because there are those gifts that maybe you, you know, a lot of people, as we get older, we just kind of get what we want. And so it makes it harder to shop for. And we don't want those house, those things that you need for the house for a gift. So those little off the wall, slightly maybe things that you didn't know you needed kind of gifts are fantastic. Well, I already have an apron. I actually got it on an online auction. So yeah, it's just for probably more indoor. But if somebody gave me... I'm just looking right now at a Lee Valley garden tote bag. Like if somebody gave me that, I'd be like, uh, thank you. That's awesome. And it's only like 62 bucks. That's like so cheap. Lee Valley has got some great stuff for gardeners. Yeah. So good. They do. So good. They do. Um, yeah. So there's those, there's obvious, there's some obvious ones like coffee mugs. There's some great coffee mugs out there. That's true. There really are. I mean, they have great sayings. So there's like this one that I've seen. I can't really say where it is because it would be different for everybody that's like listening across the world. But it just says I and then it says really like 52 times. And then at the bottom, (laughs) it says like plants. Nice. And I thought that was really cute and a little bit different. Something you didn't necessarily see. I've also seen ones where people have hand painted plants on to the side of the mug, like a fern leaf or just like a part of the monstera leaf, not the whole leaf. And I enjoy those a lot. Uh, I think those some, are really nice. There's some really beautiful botanical artwork available. Mm-hmm. And like, if you just type botanical prints into Amazon, oh my oh, word. I, and that was like on my list as well. Like um, botanical artwork and it can be paintings. There is some sites out there. You can even find some. Um, I found a couple on Facebook where it's just people's photography that they sell the picture for very inexpensive. And then you can just put it in a frame. And like, there's like ones where people have taken plant pictures in the mist and leaf pictures, like in the fog during the day or the evening. Um, There's just some fantastic. And myself as an art lover, I think those are, would be great and right up my alley to have. That is nice because you're kind of, you're doing double duty there by supporting your local artists. And providing yeah. a, your plant lover something that they might really enjoy. Well, I think this year, especially just the way it is, sometimes it's it might be a little bit nice to help out your local, wherever your local is, um, people a little bit. I mean, there's obviously, there's great ones, like Amanda said, on Amazon. That's another Absolutely. great way to go about it. Yeah. Um, there is some beautiful artwork and photography um, out there and hand-painted. Um, or take your own photo. Pictures. Get that blown oh, up. Oh, I would love that. Absolutely. Right? I took yeah. this picture for you and I got yeah. a canvas wrapped. Like that would be amazing. Oh yeah. That it would, would be, be very phenomenal. amazing. Yeah. There there's little things too, like stocking stuffer wise, like plant tags. Oh yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I am always looking for plant tags. Plant tags and a Sharpie. Uh, Together yeah. as one. Black Sharpie though, because <laughs> the red ones fade under grow lights. Oh, good to know. And same with a lot of the other colors, they fade under grow lights. Good the black know. ones are good though. Yeah, um, plant tags. And you know that there's like all kinds. You can go, like I'm going to use Amazon as example. They have some some little, I don't know what kind of material you'd want to call it. They're plasticky, but they're like flexible and waterproof um, that you can like fold through the tag kind of folds through the hole and then it makes a loop over your branch 
and the tag can hang. There's ones where they're like stakes, like they're like little popsicle sticks that are pointy on one end and you can stick them in and you can get them in different colors. But there's also some really cool, like I, um, a scene where they made them out of spoons, old spoons, and they stamped the plant name in on the spoon. Oh yeah. There's some, uh, if you, uh, have a search for plant tags on Etsy, oh my word, there's, there's pages for days. It's beautiful. There's people who do them out of ceramics and carve it in. There's some wooden ones where they, they burn them, like wood burn them in. There's so many things, and plant tags are great. Um, I half the time I'm like, what was that plant again? <laughs> so okay. that's interesting because if let's say that you're a handy person who does wood burning or you are a calligrapher or you you know are, have some way to really beautifully write these things onto a medium that would be another really nice handmade gift as well oh absolutely absolutely um i think handmade gifts are so great because not only did you put thought into it but you put your time and there's there's no value on time like it you can't put money value on time and so I think plant, I think homemade gifts are fantastic for that reason. Did you stumble across any jewelry when you were oh, when you and Santa so were chatting? So much plant jewelry. Yeah. So there's so many, so much jewelry. Once again, you can check out places like Amazon, Etsy. I'm sure even just local groups in your area, um, kind of like arts and crafts kind of people. Beautiful jewelry, from earrings to bracelets to rings to pendants on necklaces. It's even like window charms that you could hang in your window and, you know, maybe it has a little jewel in it to help reflect so that the birds don't run into your window. I've seen some really beautiful like rings in that with monstera leaves yes. and that sort of stuff. Oh, they're beautiful. I'm looking at one right now. It's they're really lovely. Are you are you texting it to your husband? Uh, you know <laughs> what? I'm not a ring wearer. I, I'm not even wearing my wedding ring because I forgot I forgot to put it on today. Like I I'm I personally am really not a jewelry person. That's all right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not thing. either, but I think every I think everybody should own a piece or two. Oh, totally. And so this stuff is really beautiful. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I actually have the same necklace as you though. I I have a I have a tree of life necklace that yeah. um is rightfully abused because <laughs> I haven't taken this off in 2 years. Oh, that's super cool. Um my I massage therapist hates it because oh. I refuse to take it off. <laughs> I'm just like you can work around it. I got one when I went to the Cliffs of Moher in Moher. I'm probably saying that wrong in Ireland. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, mine's actually from the Irish Scottish import shop in Ottawa. Oh, super cool. Uh, my husband was flying back on our first year anniversary and he stopped a- and got it. He just about missed his flight in Calgary <laughs> and had to spend extra time in Calgary and just about missed our anniversary. So that there's a good gift yeah. then. Like the Tree of Life. Uh, jewelry is beautiful. Well, it's and so... it, I think it's kind of wonderful that I I grow trees as yeah, well. Yeah, totally. And I, he gave me a really beautiful pair of tree earrings last year for Christmas. Nice. It was awesome. Anyway, we digressed. <laughs> <laughs> Always. It, would it be our show if we didn't digress <laughs> a little bit? Well, I guess what we're saying, though, is is plant jewelry is a beautiful... They're beautiful and they're a great gift. Really nice And you and can personal. get like... Like if someone's not a ring person or an earring person, like I said, there's like bracelets and there's there's pendants for necklace. Um, I'm sure there's even hair. I haven't come across any yet, but I'm sure there's even hair peat like ponytails and oh, there's some beautiful stuff spread. with like succulents on, like uh, artificial succulents on it. Oh, they're wonderful. Yeah, I think they're great. So speaking of wearing things, shirts are huge. Like. You can find shirts and socks with plant themes on them all over the place. Instagram is actually a really great resource for that. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Instagram. And once again, like your Etsy and your local, your local press shops and stuff. Um, There's all kinds out there. Something to suit everyone. Something that just maybe has like plant pattern on it. There's ones that have little plant sayings, picture of a cactus and it says, hug me or don't hug me. It's like our keychains. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They say go suck on a cactus. Um, go deep throat a cactus oh, is what our, ca- our keychains yeah, say. Yeah, deep throat a cactus. I love it. Yeah. Um, those were handmade. Those were given to us by Amanda. They're little copper-y um, keychains. And they say, 
um, go deep throat a cactus. And I, I don't know where she got the made, but those were Facebook. I, were... I got those through a, a gal on Facebook that was selling them. Awesome. I love it. Yeah. They're amazing. I, I like giving them. my keys to the people when they um, do my vehicle. Yeah, like, when you get oh, your royal chains and yeah, stuff. Just ignore the, you know, the keychain. No. <laughs> well, dep- depends on my service. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is cool shirts and socks and um, that have plant themes on them. And um, they're all over the place. Like, not hard to find at all. At all. And if you have something like a cricket or you know somebody who has like a cricket. So a cricket is like a vinyl cutter for your home, essentially. It's for crafting. You can make all sorts of stuff with that as well. Oh, yeah. And make make shirts for people and get really personal with it. Yeah. Um, A cool little off the beaten path kind of gift I've seen, and I think it's cool, is um, it's a crazy plant lady and it's a doll. I can't remember the special name for them. They called it a peg doll, but it's not a peg doll because a peg doll is like what you would, it would just be that. It would be like a peg that looked like a doll. But it's one of those ones where you take the bigger one and then inside there's a little bit of a smaller one. So you oh, take the, oh, the nesting dolls. Yeah. The nesting dolls. Yes. Um, I've seen on Etsy a couple different ones that were nesting dolls that all of them had little plant shirts and plant of different oh, kinds so on them. And I thought they were really cute. I was like, that's something that's a little bit different. That's great. Um, there's also lots of journals that have plant theme themes on them. And I think a journal is a great person thing to get a person that's into plants so that they can journal their plant if they want to. Oh, that's a nice idea. I do have a plant book. So yeah, that's a thing. And it's so nice yeah. to, to get a new book at the end of the year for the new year. And yeah, super mm-hmm. nice. And journal whatever you want in it. But I was just thinking like, there's, you know, a lot of people keep track of their plants. I am not one of them. Um, and when they water them and how much growth they've had and everything. And I know like Amanda also uses an app on her phone for that. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to go digital, but I really love my paper. There is something paper about too. paper. There's something about it. If if that's what you love, there's no shame in that at all. Oh, I love yeah, I, uh, I love paper. And there's so many cute journals out there. Um, there's one I found on Amazon that was leather. And then it kind of had imprinted into it just like some fern leaves. And I thought it was absolutely gorgeous. Um, yeah, so, I just think that's a great idea. What did Santa say about macrame plant hangers? Are they still going to be pretty hot in the year coming up? Yeah, he said they're still going to be hot. Um, and that people, they'll be around for a while. If people want to hang their plants, right? Once your shelves are filled, what are you going to do? You gotta go. You gotta go up. Right? I love all of the really innovative designs that are coming out now too. It seems like, um, I mean, you were familiar, or some of us, or most of us, or whatever, are familiar with like the macrame of olden days. <laughs> so like seventies, eighties yeah. macrame. But I have to say, the creativity coming out of some of um, you, and I know there are some places you can get custom designed macrame, but the creativity that is I'm seeing now is absolutely incredible. It is insane. Um, just the different kinds of knots that they use that can look like different things, the fringes and the frays, and like they can make knots, and then it looks like a leaf coming, you know, hanging off the center of of the um, macrame hanger they're making. It's insane how beautiful they are. So I guess something you could do if you were considering purchasing some macrame for uh, a person, whether that person is like your family or um, a friend or a coworker, is just to kind of, I think it would be a good idea to kind of consider their style and try to make sure that um, you are getting something that would match some, that something they would love. I, I think that that means, you know, you need to kind of know that person's style to help pick the right gift, period. Um, but especially when it comes to macrame. Yeah, I feel like it, I feel like it could be something that you either love it or hate it. Yeah, you know. Okay, so yeah, if you get somebody that's kind of a, a book nerd like me, especially if they like trivia, there's some really really great books out there. Um, so like, uh, there, one of the ones I have is uh, Fifty Plants That Changed the Course of History. Okay, I want to read that immediately. It is so that much would be a fun. Cool book. Yeah. And then you can get one. It's called Wicked Plants. And it's 
the weed that killed Lincoln's mother and other botanical atrocities. Wow. Yeah, it's just fun stuff. And then if you've got uh, somebody who likes to nerd out over like botany and that, uh, if you can find a copy of Hoyas of Borneo. Oh, man. It's Isn't a that the good one you have? Yes, yeah. it is. It is so good, though. 50 Plants That Changed the Course of History is really stinking cool. It sounds amazing. It sounds, yeah, like, a whole, it sounds like a cool podcast, honestly, too. Yeah, and it's it's just fun stuff. Like, you know, the fact, like the hemp farming in, in the States where that changed the course of history. Like, oh, it's it's just wild. You know, it's so funny because when you think of a plant book and you're not a plant person, I feel like your brain would, would immediately be like, uh, no. Whereas the plant person would be like, uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I feel too, if you're not the plant lover and you're looking for books for the plant lover, you're going to try to probably stick to like, like, um, the Hoya of Bornea, like something very specific and maybe full of, full of that kind of information. Not so much the history of plants and the story of plants. Does that make sense? What I'm trying to say? You know what I would say is when you're reading the titles of these books, if you know it's a science person, then you could probably err on the side of science. But if you don't know if it's a science person, err on the side of the interest of the title. Oh, absolutely. Like I yeah. was in a museum in Ottawa when I found 50 plants that changed the course of history. And my poor husband, I'm like, I need this book. He's like, you are weird. And then we're sitting on the plane on the way back and I, I'm reading it and the flight attendant walks past and she's like, can I see your book? That looks really interesting. <laughs> Like she, so she cool. was fascinated. So I handed it to her and then they're in the back reading it. And she comes back like 40 minutes later. She's like, I'm sorry. Here's your book back. It's really good. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Sue, I saw something I thought that you would like. What was that? It was a giant monstera leaf floaty for the pool. Oh my God. Yes. I've seen that too. And um, I told Santa that I would not be upset if that was under my tree. On Christmas morning, because I really enjoyed the pool floaty of the Monstera leaf. And the Monstera leaf is so popular. It's like, just so universal. It you is. Know? Yeah. Yeah. But like a pool floaty, like everybody has a unicorn or a swan or a flamingo pool floaty. But come on, a Monstera leaf pool floaty. What I want to know is, is Santa going to blow it up for you so that it is like the entire size of the Christmas tree? Oh, I would love that. Yeah. I would love that. I'll have to ask Santa if he'd do that for me. Blow it up, too. I, I think I, you and I, Santa are pretty close, so. <laughs> we are. We are. Um, I'm going to have to talk to him about that one. But, yeah, the pool floaty. And it would kind of be sad because I wouldn't be able to use it for a few more months. <laughs> <laughs> you can just put it in your living room. Maybe I can put it on top of a sled. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just go tobogganing with it. It'll be fine. I want to do that. I want to toboggan with a Monstera floaty. Make sure you... They need to make one. Make sure you spray it with armor all first. That's a pro tip if you want to go careening down a hill at a speed fast enough to break your own neck. Yeah. I want a Monstera, like, leaf, kind of like a crazy carpet, but a Monstera leaf. That'd my, be fun. My husband every year always gives me a, a calendar, like a botanical prince calendar for in my office, and I just love it. Well, that's a good idea. I never really thought of the calendar because I don't think of calendars because everything's so digital now. But I do. I love stuff the old school way. Well, he, he actually got extra brownie points last year because he slit the plastic on the calendar and slid in a gift certificate for one of my favorite local plant shops. Oh, that's clever. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was I was incredibly excited. And I'm like, oh, hey, look, there's this in here, too. That's great. Yeah, the gift cards are definitely, I had them on the list to talk about, too, was definitely, um, definitely some gift cards from anywhere that's your, your wherever you are, local place, uh, maybe their favorite, um, you know, greenhouse or, or plant, plant boutique. Um, I had some other things I was going to talk about, but before we do that, I had um, a couple of off-the-wall kind of things to suggest. So a plant, a botanical plant press, and they're really neat looking, kind of like a book. 
Oh, the flower <laughs> and presses. Making a nope, face. the flower presses. The flower yep. presses. Yep. Yeah, but they're they're now called botanical plant presses, so you can put your leaf. They're or whatever all in. inclusive now, Amanda. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I I could get into uh, herbariums and uh, plant pressing and how to properly do it because there's there's actually libraries in the world of pressed plant samples that they use for bot- botanical identification. Okay. Well, that sounds really interesting, and I feel like that is a topic. For an episode, it's really really nerdy. It's really really nerdy. I like being nerdy. Maybe we can find somebody who has one of these libraries and to talk to us. We could certainly try, right? Yeah, but yeah, the plant presses. I think they just look kind of like a neat gift, and I I would press leaves and things I find outside um, for fun. And they're just they're two pieces of wood that have like wing nuts, screws, and wing nuts, and you put put it in between your your specimen in between and tighten that down and let it sit for a while i like that you got all technical on that with specimen i appreciate that wing nuts you're welcome (laughs) wing nuts i wanted to say wing nuts really bad by the way i like that (laughs) maybe you have the crafter in your life or maybe you're like i like pressed flowers or i think so and so would like pressed specimens of plants um they also i've seen a lot of coasters that are made with resin and have the pressed leaves inside with the resin and their coasters for on your table or wherever. And that's not hard to do. No. At all. No. There's also, no. um, a, you have to search for it some, but there are people out there that will make an entire picture that you would hang on your wall using flower petals for different parts of the pictures. Yeah. Yeah, it's really neat. That would be cool. That'd be really cool. Kind of like when they take like pictures and make a picture out of a whole bunch of different pictures. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I yeah. That would look really cool. Yeah, that's super cool. Depending on how idea. arty you are, for me, I would be like, okay, here's your coasters because I think that's about as far as I could go. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> totally me too. Yeah. Uh, every, anything past with, that, I'm buying. But you can easily. I'd be with coasters with like pressed leaves and Totally. Them. You can easily yeah. go online and, or even to a local craft shop and find resin. Absolutely. It's not at that small of a level. It's not that expensive. The molds are not that expensive. Imagine how many of those things you could crank out and then you could have like these really beautiful personalized gifts that you can yeah. make over, you know, a couple over a, however long it takes, I guess. But yeah, I think that's a super cool idea. Nice. nice. I thought that suggestion. was a little bit of a cool yeah. and a little bit different. And like, you know, because you might be thinking like, well, why did someone, what would someone do with pressed flowers? Why would I give them a flower press? But there is things you can do. Um, People that like to make cards um, can make use them on the cards they make. Lots of things you can do, but the coasters I thought were really nice. Or you could just get the person coasters with plant. I never would have thought of them. a plant press ever in a million years. That's such a cool no, idea. No, neither would I. Something else I think that people might not understand about plant lovers is propagation. They probably maybe have never heard that word before. So many of us, if not all of us, are will at some have or will at some point propagate a plant where we're sticking plants in like red solo cups and, you know, the a glass that you found on the counter or whatever. So I was thinking that something that non-plant lovers might not understand is a propagation station. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And there's so many cool ones out there. For anybody so who cool. doesn't know what they are and you're trying to just find one, seriously, just Google propagation, propagation station. Wow, that's a tongue twister. <laughs> propagation station. Uh, and, and that, and you're going to get a like whole bunch of, of links, band. right? <laughs> and it's a way to really beautifully propagate plants mm-hmm. that, and it's kind of meant for that. So, you know, chances are the way that the propagation station is structured, right? Which was hard to say, uh, will keep the plants the way they should be. Well, they're propagating. And of course, propagating is when you chop up a plant and you put it in water and it grows roots and then you plant the cuttings. You make more plants for the jungle. More plants. Yeah. You're just spreading the plant love. I, yeah, propagation stations, and they're like, there's so many kinds. One of the more common ones is they're like little test tubes. And, yes. and they sit in a piece of wood, or they have the, I can't remember the technical name for them, but they're like a test tube at the top, and then the bottom's kind of like a ball. And um, they sit on a, they kind of hang on a bar. Like yeah, a little wood bar. There's uh, in a stand, but there's so many, like, and like so a, many that are aesthetically pleasing. Absolutely, Sorry. 
Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Because I, I think we're getting excited about this because I like the the theme of um, a lot of these gifts is creating an opportunity to make plants even more aesthetically p- pleasing with these extra special gifts. So oh, the absolutely. misters, the art, the plant, the plant press, the propagation stations. It's just a way to say, hey, I see you love your plants. Now you can love them even more because they're extra, extra beautiful. That uh, yeah. honestly, it gives the husband who's like, oh God, more plants. It gives them an opportunity to help people beautify it and make it more aesthetically pleasing in the home. Yeah, more homey. And like bonus points for you, plant givers, because now you suddenly know what all these things are. And you can be like, hey, I pay attention. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. My husband so pulls that card out every once in a while. To this episode. <laughs> I think when my husband pulls that card, like, hey, I pay attention, I'm pretty sure he was talking to you too prior. It could happen. It could happen. I'm okay with it. Like, he's, (laughs) yeah, he full on takes the credit for it. I'm fine with it. I don't care. So I stumbled across something funny because I think you can find funny uh, plant gifts. So what I have here, this is um, from Etsy in Japan. I believe this is where this Etsy store is. Well, we can put a link to that for sure. But essentially, it's a Beetlejuice sandworm plant decoration slash accessory. So what you do (laughs) is it's essentially like those little Beetlejuice (laughs) sandworm arms that you stick in your plant. And they come out like they're kind of like wrapping themselves around the plant. It is super funny. And that is cool. So you can do jokey. Yeah, no, for sure. But you can do jokey (laughs) stuff like that. Oh, absolutely. You know, a girlfriend of mine just got married this past Halloween on Halloween and they're all about Halloween. She would go absolutely bonkers to have like a Beetlejuice sandworm cactus. Right. My cousin got married on Halloween as well. It was a really cool wedding. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Halloween weddings are great. Yeah. It's a party. Yeah. So speaking about like, you know, kind of funny gifts or, or, I don't know, goofy gifts, um, there is a cactus and so anyone that drinks nespresso i think we know someone who does we might we might it's a cactus and you put your um espresso pods in it um i I don't know how to explain it but it's like hollow so when you put the pods in the back side of the pod the colored side of the pod shows through on the cactus and kind of fills up the cactus arms oh that's interesting i'm definitely going to need a link to that I want to know how you get them. Uh, how do you get the one in the middle if you put different flavors in? Send us a link well, after, Sue. Yeah, they have this one organized. They have this one organized. I think you'd have to have it organized. Yeah. So you could probably do like four or five flavors and that's it. But okay. I seen that and I thought of Chris right away because <laughs> she, she likes her Nespresso. It's true. We were just picking our flavors um, out of a box earlier. Yeah. I have a lot now. I A big order came in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's exciting. I'm sad I'm not there to to have that. Well, we'll save um, we'll save some for you. <laughs> so, I also thought while I was looking at some do-it-yourselves and watching the elves make these beautiful gifts, and I thought, hmm, we can use some homemade gifts that people might want to give, especially like if they are maybe financially this year they just want to cut back for one reason or another, and they want to make some of their own gifts. Um, I've seen a few really cool things that would be super easy to do. So one was they just took mason jars. So they took like three mason jars. They got like a maybe a um, like a wood cheese board from HomeSense. And they took the mason jars and they painted them inside. So the color shows through on the outside. And you can get some different paints for that. And then they planted different herbs in them and made like really nice tags with the different herbs. And that's what they used for, for gift. So they can grow them on their the herbs on their counter, fresh herbs. But I mean, you could probably put any plant in there. And I just thought that was a really cute little do-it-yourself teacher gift. Even you could just use one, or you can make three, or you can make ten. All yeah, those are cute. They'd be really matter. nice wedding gifts too, like for at each table. Yeah, yeah, like center pieces, and then everybody can take like a thing home, an herb home. Um, I thought that was just a really nice idea. And they just got the wood. It was just like a little wood tray. I think they called it a cheese tray that they got from HomeSense for really cheap. And then they just had them 
on there in these mason jars. And it just looked really, I thought, what a great gift idea that is. So just so listeners, you know, HomeSense is like a home store, but discount home furnishings yeah, kind of deal. And accessories and things like that. Yeah. It's so fun. Always. Yeah. Always, and always changing. changing. Yeah. And cheap pots. They have cheap pots. Oh, it's so good. Oh, so I got to go there. It's so good. But they only have pots in the spring. Like, it sucks this time of year. They don't really bring pots in. Yeah, I, I tend Not to stockpile. Not here, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have a stockpile, too. It's pretty bad, actually. Plus, I've been making... Well, I haven't been making, but I do make concrete pots as well. And Yeah. That's another thing, like, um, uh, homemade, rustic, handcrafted, uh, hand-thrown pottery pots, that sort of stuff. If you can, if you've got an African violet grower in your life, if you can find an African violet pot, they are so cool. How are they different? So it's a two-piece system, and the bottom is a bowl, and then there's uh, unglazed uh, ceramic there, so that it absorbs the water through. So it constantly waters through. So you just keep topping up the outside bowl, and it keeps your African violets watered. They're just neat. Oh, I've never even heard of that before. That's yeah, really African cool. violet pots are really cool. Well, we're coming up to our hour. So, Sue, is there any other gifts that Santa told you about that you think the listeners might enjoy? A big one is plant candles. So they're candles, like jars, that um, they might smell like mar- marshmallow or, you know, ginger cookie. But in the, on the top of the jars, out of the wax is like cactuses and succulents and some other, you know, bigger leaf kind of plants that are, would be easy to make out of candle wax. And they're really cute. And they're in a few places. You can get homemade ones, like ones that people make locally to even going on, on Amazon and finding ones made that way. And they seem to be kind of a big hit this year. That's nice. I, I, those candles. are cute. I got uh, I got one for my birthday. Somebody gave me a little like it looked like a succulent in a terracotta pot. And, uh, yeah, I keep I'm like I should light that. No, light it. <laughs> okay, I have a digression. I have a personal philosophy that if you have something special, you should use it. You know, and I agree. Yes, but it's hard to. <laughs> it is. It's really hard to. I'm, I'm not going to say that's easy. But yeah. Well, my my mom, for example, makes quilts, and she's mm-hmm. always so disappointed when she makes somebody a quilt and they fold it up and put it in a cupboard because it's special and handmade. Yeah. She's she's made it to be used. Yeah, absolutely. She's yeah. never more happy than when she makes me something, and I'm like, "Can you fix this? I've worn it out." Yeah. Like, totally. I, I've never seen anybody so happy to patch a hole in anything in all their, <laughs> all my life. So, side note: use those things. Yeah, use the special things because otherwise they're just not so special. Yeah. Santa says. At the end. Santa says. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, use those. You were given that to use it and display it and show it with pride and and love it. Um, the other thing with handmade things is like painted pots. There is so many, like you can get stencils if you're not like, can't you know, handy to paint yourself um maybe you don't don't paint a lot but you can get stencils and just the hand painted pots are so cute whatever design you pick they're all so very cute i love it so we've gone you know from you can there's so many things you get a plant lover all the way from a giant humidifier to there was pot. one more thing oh, I wanted yeah. to add that yeah. I did find a couple links to. I haven't found links at this point for every kind of country that listens to us, but I will keep working on that. Um, but there is a lot of places that will do up, they call them plant-based gifts. So there's like some wine, maybe some chocolates, um, some seeds. Some of them are even plants. It depends on where where you find them from and they're just like a little gift basket of you know you, instead of going you know getting a, making a basket full of chocolates and, and baking goods it gets just all kinds of little plant things and some wine and plant-based chocolates and I thought those were great little gift baskets if you're the kind of person who wants someone else to put the gift together for you oh yeah that's yeah nice I idea. in my last minute shopping I'm all about that <laughs> yeah here's some yeah, crap to put in the basket yeah, exactly. Especially if there's 
the non-shopping folks or the non, you know, they're not really into to finding the special gift themselves. I thought those were great things. I know um, I found a link for Australia and one for Sweden already. And I can't remember where else, but they all do kind of basically the same thing where they do have plant based gift baskets. And you might not be able to find that everywhere, but I mean, even listeners out there, if you have, if you're hearing an idea, give that a quick Google wherever you are and see, you know, what, what comes up for you. And you know what? Lots of your local retailers, especially your small mom and pop shops who need support right now. If you go in there and say, look, this is what my budget is. My significant other is a plant fanatic. Can you help me put something together for them? You know what? They're going to jump at the opportunity. It is absolutely. It is Christmas season, and I'm sorry, but I think everybody should have to work at least one Christmas season in retail. Be nice. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. Be nice, especially, especially this year. Everybody's a little extra, extra edgy. Yeah, but uh, definitely go go talk to your local shop. They're going to be able to help you out big time, and they'll love you for it. It's like Christmas for everybody. Exactly. <laughs> Awesome, ladies. Well, I think that there were so many amazing ideas. Um, Sue, thank you so much to you and Santa for putting all that work in. Uh, I I know for me, I heard a lot of things that I've never would have considered before. Oh, I agree. Which is super cool. Um, And for our listeners out there or for our listeners who maybe want someone else to hear this, I don't know, maybe feel free to mark it at a time and leave it in their in their phones and their ear in their earphones or whatever put it on while they're sleeping so they're like subconsciously getting it yeah yeah and if you have great gift ideas for a plant lover no matter where you are in the world um share them with us we would love to see any unique gift ideas that are out there or you know if you stumble across something that you find interesting i i want i know i think you ladies would agree i want to see it oh and you know what i really like okay yes i want to see ones that people find in canada but i really really want to see stuff yes. that's available all over the world absolutely, like, I, absolutely. i'm itching for it <laughs> yeah i i'm with you on that yeah so you can send that stuff to us uh on line because that's where we are facebook facebook.com slash fancy plants podcast we have an Instagram at Fancy Plants Podcast. You can email us social at fancyplantspodcast.com. Any last words, ladies? Uh, if my Santa's listening, I want more money for plant tattoos. Perfect. Plant tattoos for Amanda. Sue? Yeah, plant tattoos are always good. Um, if my Santa's listening to this, I just want him to pick with his heart. Aww. The plant stuff we suggested today. I can't even <laughs> can't even top that. <laughs> uh, I guess if my scent is listening, just let me keep buying stuff for myself. Out of girl, out of girl. Just take the bull by the horns. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> awesome, ladies. Well, this was a really fun episode. I had a great time, and for our listeners out there, hope you had fun with us. And we will see you next week when we're talking plants. Bye. Bye. Come on, sugar mama. Get your green on. I love a green thumb. The fancy plants. Oh, yeah.